Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. Yo, so here we are. My goodness. You know, it's not easy doing these one-on-one podcasts because I just don't want to sound like a complete fucking idiot talking about myself or talking to myself. But um, I do understand the significance of these and how important they are to some people like you guys. Because hearing someone like me uh, voice my opinion on certain subjects or express myself or be very vulnerable about my life can help, uh, I think, motivate or inspire uh, others to, to also know that they're not alone, right? We all go through these things. We all have stuff, I like to say. We all have fucking shit, right? And, um, you know, right now, this is kind of where I'm at in my life. Uh, there's, there's no major reason why I stopped drinking, but I did. I stopped drinking somewhere around a year ago. Uh, I, I would like to try and pinpoint a date because I think it's important to see how long I go sober, if I'm going to last forever sober, but um, I just kind of want to let you guys know where my head's at. And um, yeah. So, you know, we come from, you know, it's two parts. Let's just start from the beginning of my life. I'm a Hispanic man, right? In the Latino community, in the Latino culture, good food, good music, and good alcohol. Uh, and that's kind of what we surround our families with. And it's very common to feel comfort in food and alcohol and good music because this is how we were raised and i don't i can't talk about other communities and other other cultures because i'm not part of those cultures but i'm pretty sure almost every culture has some kind of alcohol that is kind of identified as their drink or their thing um, you know, the, the Irish drink, we all know that on the stereotypical concepts, right? And Mexicans drink tequila and, you know, and, and, and everyone has their thing, you know, the Russians drink their vodka and whatnot. And, uh, you know, the, the Japanese drink their sake. So, you know, here in, in my world, Bud Light was the Mexican beer <laughs> of choice. Uh, it's just what we did, man. You know, I was very common to have a fridge that was just focused for beer growing up. Um, it's not, I don't believe, you know, I'll never say that my father had a drinking issue, but like drinking was part of our lives. Uh, as a young kid watching boxing with my family, you know, everything shuts down in the household. And here comes dad asking me to do the most prized job a man could be asked is to be the beer chaser. If they trusted me with their beers to go grab them and bring them to them safely, you know that was a that was a position that was that was welcomed in my household, and I I loved the fact that I was the beer boy, you know. And as you get older, it was okay, and it was kind of common to be able to drink with your father at a young age, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, to share your first beers with your dad. Drinking in the household in a Latin home uh, was okay, and and so understand this is where my the foundation of who I am, and I, I imagine a lot of you are very similar. And then you go into baseball, which is a drinking culture when you're you're, you're playing baseball hard. Uh, you, let's talk high school parties. You drink 
college parties, you drink. You, you have a great baseball game. You go home and you, and you meet with the boys that night and you drink. You have a bad day at a bad game. You go back and hang out with the boys and you drink. And so this is common for years and years and years. This is my life. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think I'm, 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 I would say I'm maintaining myself. My grades are just decent enough, but they were good with or without, without alcohol in my life. Um, you know, um, sports, it is, it's, it kind of comes with the package of playing baseball, especially traveling and playing baseball and, and camaraderie and brotherhood and, and everything else. So it's a common factor. Uh, you know, I, I definitely had my fair share of convincing a lot of guys who've probably never drank into drinking. And, you know, now it's like, ah, oh, shit, what an asshole I am. But you're a kid. And what do you, you don't really think about the repercussions of your decisions you've made, you know, and the effects of uh, the influences you put on others. But there we go. So I'm in college, do my thing. I mean, I remember I'm 21 years old playing baseball in Kentucky. Um, and we're going through preseason, and we're playing, and I'm having some good games, and I'm having some bad games. And I remember the pattern of I had a bad game. I'd go buy a shit ton of beer because I just need to wash away my sorrows of a bad game. And if I had a good game, I'd go get even more beer because I'm celebrating a good fucking game. My life was revolved around drinking. And it was for the good, the bad, the everything is why I drank. I didn't, you know, I, the only time you ever thought about having a good time was drinking, you know, like dr good times and drinking, you know, they, they lived right next door. You know, it was part of life didn't make sense if you weren't having a good time and having a few drinks. Some might even have a, have a, a toke of some marijuana at times. It all depends where you're at in life, really. But for me, it was just drinking, you know, and so now we go into the military, man. And like, hey, I'm not a. I'm not I'm not a stranger to drinking you into the military and the first time you get some days off what do you do you take the boys and you drink. And so like I'm saying this and I don't want this just to be drag on. This was my life. In the military you become part of a brotherhood and you drink. And it's a drinking culture. Baseball was a drinking culture. I grew up in a drinking culture. And all these years um I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I and I still can say I don't see things wrong with drinking if it's done in a very I guess mature way, you know. I I don't I can't say like drinking's terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna say personally, it's not my opinion. My opinion is, I allowed drinking to control my life for many many years, and I'm sitting here talking to veterans about. I'm talking about I'm talking to men, women, whoever listens about getting their lives in a better place, and yet. I know drinking is a big factor in why a lot of people can't get their shit together. You know, the people that are mature and got their lives together, you know, they have some drinks, they enjoy themselves, whatever. Some don't, some are sober, who gives a fuck, whatever. But the ones that usually come to me and have an issue, the first question I ask almost all the time is, are you drinking? And almost 90% of the time, yeah, they're drinking. Their lives falling apart. They can't get themselves in shape. Um, they're dealing with their demons. We already know what I think about demons, right? And all these are, you know, they live next door to drinking. It's, it's, it's just something that has to be a part of their lives. And you and I know better. If, if, if your life has to have a drink, well, then there might be a problem you got to check. And for me, it's, can me and my wife have a good time without drinking? Yes, but we don't do it often. And so, so 
why I came to this conclusion of just stop drinking and why I'm still not drinking is for these reasons. We started the process with having the baby about uh, uh, a year ago. And getting about a year ago is actually when I started. And doing in vitro, we, we had the podcast on that. If you guys don't know, go back and listen to me and my wife talk about in vitro. Um, a big part of it was getting our bodies healthy, making sure that we stay healthy, making sure our body's in like the best optimal shape for having a baby. And so we kind of told ourselves, all right, let's stop drinking while we start the process of in vitro and make sure everything is good. That's not a hard decision to make. It's very easy to say, hey, I'm not going to drink because I'm getting my body healthy for the baby. As the process went on, we just still didn't drink. And then my wife couldn't drink because she's now getting, you know, her body ready for the baby. And so if she can't drink, well, then I'm not going to drink. I'm not a big go out and hang out with my buddies guy anymore. I really don't do that often. Ooh, that's a loud-ass vehicle that just passed by. I'm sorry about that. But I really don't do that often. I usually, my time with my boys is usually on set with the Mayans MC. And so, um, you know, that's where I kind of get to my camaraderie style. And then with the guys at Hero Sports where I'm playing softball. So I really don't go out and drink much with the boys. That, there's not, that's, that concept doesn't, doesn't sit well with me anymore. I'm older. I, you know, my time is better used with family. So since she can't drink, I don't drink. No big deal. I don't really give a fuck. And as this is happening, I end up going to L.A. and start doing the Mayans. And as I'm doing the Mayans, you know, I'm in the place I grew up. So it's not hard for me to hang out with all the old fucking knucklehead friends. Some are doing great. Some are not doing so great. Whatever. doesn't matter. But it's not hard for me to go hang out with these dudes and go drink. What is common is what we do. Is what we've done. It's how we know each other. It's how we've gotten so close throughout the years. But... How respectful is that to my old lady who's sitting at home pregnant, watching the kids, fucking handling all the fucking the house shit, and I'm in California enjoying myself? It didn't make sense. It didn't sit well with me. Maybe it's maturity. Maybe it's the older I get. I just see things differently. When I was younger, definitely in the military, I didn't give a fuck. But now I do. And so I'm in Los Angeles, California, deciding let's not drink. Let's get better. Let's use the time away from family and get better because what, what kind of a jerk am I if I'm away from the family and all I'm doing is having a good time? What I should be doing is trying to make a better version of me so when I get back, I'm better for them. And so one easy answer was like, well, don't drink. Fuck it. Let's not drink. And so I stopped drinking. You know, I did one, one beer for a, for a video I did. It was a michelada. I did it for the, like a taco video and that's it. You know, um, yeah, you know, and, and there might have been there might have been one other thing I did. I, don't, I can't remember, but for the most part, I haven't drank beers for a year. I haven't drank, and, and, and as I started the process, people stopped calling me. I had friends that were like, hey, man, let's go get some drinks and let's fucking talk shit. I'm like, oh, man, I don't drink anymore. And maybe they, they, got, they thought they, maybe they got offended or maybe they're out of respect to me. The only thing they do is drink, so what's the point of inviting me since that's all they do? And uh, we just, you know, a lot of my friends, we just, not a lot, I'd say a good handful of my friends, we just stopped talking. Didn't make sense. Because the only time we ever hung out was fucking drinking. Because there was no friendship without alcohol. Which made me even fucking, made me even dig deeper into this. Like, what the fuck? Have I not hung out with this dude just sober? I mean, have I ever, I mean, I don't know. Every time I do a round of golf, I drank. Every time I did bowling, I drank. Every time I did fucking anything, it was a drinking. So then like... What do we do that's not drinking? We can work out. We can go hiking. We can go something like that. And uh, it was just really weird how it happened. So now we're here at about a year, year some, no alcohol, 
And um, I don't like to say that I'm sober. I don't like to say that because I think there's a lot of people out there that have struggled with alcohol that need to be sober. And I think the title is deserving for them. I don't, I don't think there's, I think I respect their um, struggle with alcohol and I, th- I respect that so much. I don't want to come out here and acting like I'm this um, sober, you know, and, and sobriety chips and all that because I, I don't think I'm deserving of that. I don't know. It's just so new to me. It's such a weird space I'm in. I think the people that have really struggled with alcohol and have now been sober, I think they're deserving of that reward. I think that's there's a lot of respect behind that, and, and I respect them, and I, I empathize with them, and I I'm maybe don't see myself um, earning that title of saying I'm sober and, and earning any kind of like, so... I don't know. I don't know where where I where I'm placed. Do they look at me and think like that guy was never really struggling? He doesn't deserve to claim that, right? Because I, I get it. I I don't feel like I was ever really struggling. I, I mean, there's one part of my life like for sure, but like I got past it. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I stand in the whole. I, I'm curious to know what people who have been addicted, people who who are who are alcoholics who who've been sober for a certain amount of time. I'm curious to see how they see my process and where is that on their level. I'm sure there's this egos to things because it seems like in life there's egos to everything, but that's where I'm at. How can I tell veterans to stop drinking if I can't even stop drinking? If I've never put myself to the process of stopping completely, you know, I don't know. I kind of felt like a fucking hypocrite telling people to get their lives together and stop fucking drinking. Then you see my ass out there drinking. You know, it's even harder is that I own a fucking whiskey company, which I love. And I think, I think there's an interesting place for alcohol, but just not for everyone. I think alcohol has actually been healthy in some, some veterans by allowing them to knock down those walls and tell their stories. Knock down those, those, those walls of insecurity, knock down those walls of, of, of pain that they've kept in front and they keep in front to just to be guarded. And alcohol sometimes allow them to, to knock those down and speak and express and just laugh again. And so there's this funny balance of where alcohol has been healthy in some aspects to the veteran community. But it's when it's used in a term where we can't get together unless we have alcohol. We can't have fun unless we have alcohol. You know, that, that becomes dangerous. That becomes all we know. Like we don't, we can't hang out as friends unless we drink. That's not good. That's not a healthy mindset. That's not building security in your men and women who are in your units by telling them that we only hang out unless we drink. We've created this fucking culture that's killing us. Veterans, law enforcement, fucking you name it. Fucking baseball players, athletes. We, we've all fucking created the culture around alcohol. We're all to blame for this fucking bullshit and pushing it and promoting it. Try having an event. like you, All you fucking cops out there, create an event that has no alcohol and try and find some fun. All you fucking veterans out there and your veteran organizations, you guys are nonprofits. Once in a while, set up an event that has no fucking alcohol. See how well that goes. See if you can love yourself again without in, in introducing alcohol to it. All of you people that get together and do these things, try and do one of those without alcohol and and 
find value in just human connection without something inebriating you. Let's stop hiding behind the alcohol. Let's at least learn that side of us so we know like, okay, cool. I have a little bit more control of this. I know when to appreciate it better, you know, but that's just my challenge to you. I'm not saying fucking go sober. I'm saying if you run an organization for people and you're trying to help them and better them and you're introducing alcohol, maybe you should think about doing another one of those events without it. Like a very coherent observation of no drinking, just let's join up, let's have a good time, let's let's separate ourselves and let's be relevant, let's be in the moment without anything inebriating us and let's see how well we love ourselves then. If you can't like yourself fucking sober, what the fuck are you doing drunk? Now you're just hiding behind something. You're hiding behind substance. That's called substance abuse. So these are my thoughts on alcohol and why I'm still sober. Man, I say that again. While I'm still having drank alcohol in about a year or more, I, you know, I've kind of lost count and maybe I should figure that out. How long am I going to continue to do this? I don't know. I don't have a craving for alcohol anymore. I don't have a craving to drink. It's just I don't, but I also don't surround myself um, around it. I'm not engulfed by alcohol left and right of me. Uh, I don't make my friends feel uncomfortable because I don't drink. I don't care. They can drink in front of me. No one gives a shit. I have I have to have the self-control myself. You know, I have to just tell myself, no, I don't need it. So that's where I'm at in life right now. That's where I'm at in drinking. Um, I'm interested in knowing your guys' challenges. I'm interested in knowing your guys' opinion on me not drinking. Am, can, do I call myself sober? Do I call myself like not sober? Do I call myself? I don't know, right? What's the most respectful terminology to use? Um, is it respectful to do an, the AA meeting? I don't know. Do I need one? I don't think I do. I really don't. I think I, I have control of my shit, and that's me. That's my situation. Um, I know not everyone has that kind of control. And look, I didn't know I had this kind of control until I fucking did it, and I'm still doing it. You know, people message me like, how'd you do it? I just stopped. Um, I guess it depends on the gravity of your alcoholism, but if you're really seriously an alcoholic, I, I I, can tell you it's not safe to just stop cold turkey with alcohol. So my process wasn't as hard as I'm sure there's others out there. That's why I don't see, I don't feel like I deserve the title of anything. Um, but that's me. I mean, this is a subject that's that's pretty near and dear and, and, and relevant in my life right now. Every time I go out with with family friends or 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 friends and they say, hey, we should grab beers, I'm like how about a coffee? You know? Um every day I'm I'm realizing more and more how engulfed my life has been around alcohol and I'm trying to combat that with just coffee or something. I don't fucking know. I'm learning. I'm going through it. This is my process right now, and I hope some of you that are going through the same process can relate. If you guys have any questions, you guys need any help, if I can try and connect dots for you for some kind of substance abuse programs, um, I'll reach out to them for you. I don't care. I'm not fucking embarrassed about it. But if you are, let me help you. If, if you guys know some substance abuse programs and you want me to put them out there for others to, to find and follow and, 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 and get involved, veterans, law enforcement officers, I mean, I mean anyone, men, fathers, wives, anyone, let's help them. You guys give me the resources and I'll put them out there, okay? I love you guys. I hope you guys like the podcast. Please share it with your friends. Let them know I'm here because I still get people saying, oh shit, I had no idea you had a podcast. Yeah, I do. And it's called the Vinny Rock Podcast. <laughs>